Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey people, welcome to another episode of Free From Binge Eating with me, Breed, your host. So I asked you guys probably a week or two ago in my Insta story, um, what would you want me to talk about on the podcast? And a bunch of you wrote in some suggestions. And so one of them was someone asking me, what does my recovery look like now? What do I do if urges come on? So I'm going to talk Oops, my phone. So I am going to talk all about that. I'm going to talk about what life looks like for me now with my food and body relationship. And someone else actually also asked me to do a podcast on my my past, like my journey up until this point. So that is something I'm definitely going to do because I've been thinking about it for a while and I think it'd be very helpful. But that's going to be probably quite a long episode so I thought I'd break it up and let's just jump right into where I'm at now and what it looks like so what it could potentially look like for you and what's possible I don't know if you guys have seen it but basically I have well I had I had been in this whole binge eating diet hating my body trying to lose weight this whole space for 10 years from like 16 to 26 years old so it was full-on And I probably didn't even quite realize how bad it was in the moment um, because I didn't have like any label for what I was going through. I didn't think it was something so serious in my head at that age. All I'd ever learned about with eating disorders was anorexia. Like that's the only thing I'd really heard of. Sorry, I need to turn my phone onto silent. (laughs) Um, So in my head, this whole binge eating thing was just me being lazy, no willpower, just a little bit messed up, but not the case. It's totally solvable. You're not messed up. There's just something a little bit amiss that needs some help. But basically what I'm saying is it was full on for me. And so seeing now what it's like for me right now, for you might be inspiring and give you some hope because if it was really bad for me, maybe it's really bad for you. It just shows that there is light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm going to hop right into this. I made a ton of notes because I really want to just try to go through all the details. I'm going to start with what my food relationship looks like and then I'll go into my body and I'm going to be as honest as I can. Obviously, I could just say everything's perfect. I'm perfect. My food and body relationship is perfect. And you guys should just learn from me and buy from me and all that kind of shit. But I'm not going to do that because I do want to be like really honest. So let's start with the food. So the food side of things is actually pretty strong. Uh, You'll see the honesty when I get to the body part, but let's start with the food. So food wise, I'm just going to run through the list of things I wrote. I know for a lot of people going out to restaurants and the whole social side of eating and eating in front of people and sharing food and all that is difficult. And it uh, definitely was for me. Restaurants was not my thing. For years in university, I hardly went out to eat 
because I couldn't control things. I didn't know what was in the food. I always related it to being like high calorie and just out of control and eating dessert and all this stuff. So now what that looks like for me is it's totally chill. I just say, okay, what kind of food do I want to eat today? What cuisine? And then go to the restaurant with whoever I'm with. And there's no thought in my head of, oh, maybe I should just have the salad or maybe I shouldn't have the pasta today. It's literally free for all. I just have whatever looks most delicious. And no second thoughts about having starters, main and desserts. Um, I usually probably wouldn't do all three just because I want to, I'm, I'm like a dessert person. So I want to, <laughs> I want to enjoy the dessert to it the fullest and not be like stuffed by the end, but I, I definitely do it. So basically restaurants, totally chill food planning. I know for me and a lot of people I work with, you know, you sort of like plan out the whole day or the whole week or the whole, even sometimes for me, like the whole month of food, none of that now for me, it's very on the day, spontaneous, not always spontaneous because, you know, sometimes you got to do like a food shop, you got to plan out a little bit. But for the most part, it's it's not calculated. I do have pretty much the same breakfast every single day. And I, I've done this for years. So breakfast is never something I have to like overthink. I just go for it. I have my smoothie bowl, lots of fruit, vegetables. I throw in a bunch of chocolate granola and some natural nut butter so it's like pretty decadent I always I actually really look forward to it it's like oh it's kind of it's has the healthy side of it like all the fruit and spinach and stuff but then there's also um the the deliciousness factor it kind of feels like a bit of a and like a healthy dessert so anyway I have that and then my lunch is usually some sort of just leftover so it's really easy don't think overthink it it's usually a dinner leftover and my dinner is usually something I cook with my boyfriend, either from scratch, just we have like a handful, maybe 10 recipes we just literally do over and over. Or most of the time we have um, basically a food delivery service, uh, just like I'm describing this valley. Basically, if you're in the US, it's HelloFresh. If you're in the UK, it's HelloFresh or Gusto and, you know, they send you all the items and you cook it and they give you the, the recipe. So we have that a lot, which just means that I get a lot of variety, a lot of diversity in what I'm eating. And because it ends up being my leftovers for lunch, my lunch also has a lot of diversity, which feels really good. Um, I end up eating things or like meals that I never would have thought of myself. So that thing keeps things very fresh. Um... And none of these things, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, nowhere am I thinking at all about calories. Literally, I'm just not thinking about it. All I'm more thinking about when I choose what I'm eating is, so with breakfast, I've just had this thing and I, I'm literally addicted to it, so <laughs> I just can't leave that. But the, the lunch and dinner, it's usually just what? feels good in this moment so some days I'm just like I really want pasta like I'm feeling a nice tomato-y pasta then other days it's like oh I really want to tuck into some tacos it's just it's just really what am I feeling like in that moment and what else sometimes we get takeaways super easy um takeaways used to be a feel like a bad thing for me before because I lived alone for a lot of my 20s 
and I would want to order like the the variety say I got a Chinese takeaway I want to get like the Peking duck pancakes I want to get some dumplings I want to get my fried rice I want to get my beef and black bean with peppers or whatever and you end up getting like five plastic boxes of stuff and I would just binge on it all the time I just couldn't trust myself to have a just a portion of it so it feels really good now to just get to enjoy it and yeah usually I I would say I usually overeat a bit with takeaways because it's the, the novelty it's like I probably have Chinese like once a month so it's like oh yes tucking in I'm gonna go for an extra char siu bao whatever it is and that's totally fine I feel okay about that because I'm just like yeah you know it's really delicious I can't cook it as well at home so I'm just gonna like take advantage of this takeaway so get the variety um I'm not trying to be super healthy that's a big one I used to try to be super healthy all the time and it just got me in trouble it just created that uh, gap of like really healthy and then extreme binges so now I'm not trying to be healthy but I will say that from that decade of dieting and always trying to lose weight I read obviously a lot about nutrition and I understood what nourishes your body and all that kind of stuff so I do have the like knowledge of what's quote-unquote healthy or the diversity that your body needs all that kind of stuff so I I'm not coming from a place of I literally don't know what healthy is it's I know what what's kind of good for my body and I definitely I would say it's I'm trying to think I would say there's like a subconscious level of me adding in the healthy stuff but I would also say that generally I like the quote-unquote healthy stuff so like let's say some like salmon teriyaki with quinoa and like a side of vegetables whatever it is like I would find that delicious so even if I'm not trying to be healthy, I would say I gravitate towards whole foods. So it's, it's a little bit like unclear. But end of story is I'm not trying to force myself to be healthy. It just kind of like comes naturally. And I still obviously allow for everything. So I'm not ever trying to cut out these quote unquote bad things. I actually like really purposefully put them in every day. So I went through my main meals, but my snacks are um, usually like spoonfuls of peanut butter, like natural peanut butter, or um, trying to think, like sometimes I get like a bucket of little brownie bites and I like have some of those, or just chocolates. I definitely incorporate that kind of thing every single day, especially after dinner. I just go for it I used to try to fight that off and be like no I I shouldn't have to need this after dinner but it's it turned out to be just healthier and smoother for me to just let myself have the things than try to force it off and like no snacking allowed I'm just like you know what screw it I'm just gonna do it and it all works out better in the end what else let's see with my notes I will say that I'm sure if you guys look at my Instagram you know that Domino's was a big binge food for me I purposefully have that like once a week or once every two weeks, probably more like once a week because I, even though it was a binge food, I 
still find it so delicious. I don't find it um, delicious enough that I'd want it all the time. And I, when I have it that once a week, there's always this kind of thing at the back of my mind, like, mm, it's, it doesn't feel like it's the best for my body. Like I'm usually a bit dehydrated the next morning and um, it's not that, like there's guilt in it, but it's just this part of my mind being like, yeah, it's good to just, let's just keep it at once a week and let's probably not do it more than once a week. So I go for that. I have my cookies with it. And then I pretty much also once a week give myself this like giant cake of carrot, uh, giant slice of carrot cake from this place in London, Hummingbird Bakery. And it's just so decadent, delicious, and the icing is so good. So before that, actually, that, that bakery was a big binge thing for me as well. I would just go and I'd get like three cupcakes and a cake and a brownie and just go back to my dorm room at university and binge on it. So it's just cool to be able to incorporate these old binge foods every day. Like I've got the dominoes, I've got the slice of cake, I've got my nut butter that I have every day was a binge food. My granola that I have in my breakfast was a binge food. So it's just, yeah, it's just super cool to be able to do that and have that freedom. And then no tracking calories, no measuring, no weighing myself. I guess that's more for the the body side of things. No guilt around things I eat, unless I was I was trying to think if I would have any guilt. I'd say the only times I'd feel a bit of guilt would be if I feel like I've been eating a lot of heavy processed stuff uh, for like many days in a row. Like it's fine one day, another day here. But if I feel like it's like a lot then I would probably have some sort of thought or feeling of um, that I'm sort of not taking care of my body the best I can. And probably a similar thing if I noticed I was emotionally eating a lot in a phase, in a period of time, there would probably come a point where I'd be like, ugh, you know, I'm actually aware that this is totally emotional eating and it's definitely going past what my body needs it's it's more of an emotional need so I'd probably feel a bit of guilt there but more likely I would just be like okay how can I tend to this need in a way that's not just going to food that's sort of just like distracting from the emotion in terms of the the potential guilt of eating so much like heavy processed food in a row that would be just kind of a bit of a subjective thing it would just be like okay yeah I'm probably not treating my body the best I can right now. So I'm just going to dial it back and treat myself a little bit better. So it wouldn't be something that would just like slide into some dark spiral. So that's all the notes I had for food. I'm sure there's tons more I could say, but for the most part, it's just very easygoing. It's very flexible. I can adapt to plans changing. I can eat other people's food or restaurant food, whatever it is. It's all pretty good. And then, turning over my notepad, okay, then going into body. So this is the part where I'd say there's more work to do. I feel pretty happy with where I'm at food-wise. So when it comes to body, I feel that there's a bit of a delay, a bit of a lag between getting all the, the food stuff in place and just, you know, removing calorie counting and giving yourself permission and all that. And then the whole body part, which I think is a much bigger piece of work to feeling totally chill in your body and 
letting your weight fluctuate and it's okay if it does and not picking your body apart and just being more neutral or positive about it. I think it takes more work. Also just because um, it's just at us all the time. You're scrolling on social media and there's opportunity to fall into comparison and see the beauty standards, the standard of beauty that is just shoved in our face all the time and it's always really pretty narrow standard standard of beauty so there's always just like the, the opening for you to slide into bad body image and even aside from external sources there's your own old beliefs that might still be there under the surface of like what you should look like and how the clothes need to fit on you and whatever it is so I think there's a bit of lag I've come a long way that's for sure I'm way more confident in my body I'm way more confident about choosing my clothes and getting to express myself and being on the beach in a bikini like that used to be the worst thing in the world for me so I'm feeling good I would say the main continuous piece of work that I'm going at is my thoughts so I think humans you know we seek out the negative we seek out what's a potential threat like I think you can always find something wrong with your body even if you kind of tickle the boxes of the typical beauty standards you know like there's always something you can find literally you could find something wrong with your belly button or your nails or whatever it is and I've actually seen it so many times now on TikTok or whatever where people say the most insecure people in the world are models because there's just so much focus on your looks and so actually on that note that's a big piece of work I've been doing as well aside from noticing my negative thoughts and switching them and just trying to normalize praise and like talking to myself like I'm my own best friend but another thing is learning to just detach this whole idea of like the way your body looks dictates how good or bad you feel in that day or that month or whatever just starting to release that and taking my power back like not being victim to the trends body trends you know like five years ago it would have been something else and now it's another type of body or different types of lips or boob size or whatever it is it's always something different or taking my power back away from other people's opinions especially guys like I think that's a big one for women just you know manipulating the size of our body or worrying about the size of our body because of what what guys are gonna think and how disempowering is that like come on girls let's let's take our power back honestly a big thing actually that I've learned since March since quarantine started that first lockdown I probably actually sorry from Jan to March I probably gained I'm gonna say like three kilos I'm gonna guess and it honestly like it it started to freak me out because I had been in like a really stable place body-wise feeling good for like a year and a half or something and then that happened and then quarantine happened and all my routines were thrown off and I couldn't do my exercise the way I wanted and suddenly I was beside the fridge all day at home so it was it was confronting I definitely had the thoughts pop in of oh my god you're slipping you're sliding back into old ways like yeah one kilo weight gain is easy to deal with two is easy but three what happens if it's four what happens if it's five and then you're gonna lose yourself and 
you're going to go back to your old way. So I definitely had a pocket of fear. It was in March. I was definitely freaking out inside. I was like, oh my God, maybe, maybe I'm not where I want to be food wise. And maybe I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing, helping people. But it was a huge learning lesson for me. Honestly, it just shows me that there's continuous learning to be done and healing to be done because I realized, well, first of all, it brought me back to what my old thoughts used to be like, like kind of brought me back closer to where you guys might be at instead of being like a year and a half or two years feeling good and maybe forgetting what it's like. But it just reminded me of what the thoughts feel like and the panic inside your body when you see yourself and you feel the fat on your body. It brought me back to that perspective, which was powerful. Before we go on, I just wanted to jump in and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been super helpful, but you just need a bit more structure and direction, then check out my 30 day reboot course. It's an online course, so you can literally start today 30 days of content, so each day you get new content in written form, video form, or audio, just to keep it nice and fresh. The content is exactly the same as what I go through in one-to-ones, so it's amazing value for money. You get some lovely audio meditations along the way as well, and we have a Facebook group so you know you're not alone. There are plenty of others in there. So if you are sick of waiting around and want your life back, you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down inside, then this course is literally made for you. And best of all, it's just the price of a trip to Zara or Topshop, but it is worth so much more than that. It's eye-opening and life-changing, as one past alumni put it. So if that sounds good to you, head over to my website to sign up today or just scroll down to the show notes. I'll pop a link in there too. All right, let's get back into today's episode. But also that whole situation made me learn how to deal with the natural fluctuations of weight during your life, which I never really learned how to do in a healthy way. So before I'd had lots of weight fluctuations during my whole binge eating journey like honestly I I lost and gained the same 10 kilos a million times I went up 25 kilos I went down it was like crazy and I didn't know how to deal with it it was all so panicked and even though this weight gain in early lockdown wasn't major by any means it was still a chance for me to learn and it felt enough that I could I could feel it and I could see it on my body. So it wasn't like just like in your imagination, oh, you've gained 200 grams. It was like, I could feel it. So it did have that mental impact on me where I was like, oh my God, I, I noticed I've gained weight. So it was a perfect like practice rehearsal kind of thing. Once I got through it, and I'll tell you in a second how I did that. But once I got through it, it showed me, it gave me that proof to myself like, hey, you can handle the fluctuations of weight whether it goes up, even if it was another two kilos, another three kilos, like you have the strength to do that and not spiral. And that was huge for me because I I'd never had that before where I I just um, successfully dealt with my weight going up. So anyway, how did I deal with it? Well, one day after, so this, this pocket of time where I started to freak out, 
probably lasted like three weeks, even though the weight gain had come on like very slowly over a few months. So I noticed the thoughts were just negative and dragging me down. I started pointing it out to myself all the time and even pointing it out to my boyfriend and grabbing the, the extra fat. And one day I was like, you know what? No more of this because I could see the path that it could go down, you know, of um, just the thoughts in my mind saying, oh my God, but this is three kilos. What if, what if it goes to four? Then it feels like it's much more. And how about if it gets to six and then, then you're a goner and it's just going to be like no coming back. So it was a lot of panic. And then I was like, I've got to do something about this. So I said, I'm going to commit to myself. Every single time I look in the mirror and those thoughts pop in immediately, I'm going to be so ready for them and basically just shut them down kindly, politely. I was just like, the thought would come in and I would say, yep, I get why this thought is there. You know, that there's that deep fear that so many of us have that's hard to get rid of and of like weight gain and what people will think of it. And... I said, I get what you're, where you're coming from. It's sort of a protective thing, but it's just really not helping to have these kind of thoughts. It's making me feel shit. So at the very least, I'm just not going to be mean to myself. And that's all I did. It was so simple. But for like two solid weeks, I did that relentlessly. And I even rewarded myself whenever I did. I like smiled and I actually made a little savings pot on my, my Monzo on my phone, like my bank thingy. And I would send myself... I think it was like a pound or three pounds every time I did that and I said okay when you when you get past this and you've taken care of these thoughts and you're in a better place spend that money that reward money on something just so like frivolous and like pampering yourself because you really looked after yourself and now you get to do it without any guilt of what you're going to spend on so anyway it really really worked and it just showed me the power of your thoughts in low body image moments because it was getting quite low. So that got me into a better place. I don't think I lost any of that weight since then. So I've, I feel pretty much the same, but I've just changed my mentality and I'm just going more with the flow and it has really helped. Oh yeah, and also just this whole learning to be okay with the fluctuations is something I'm still continuing now having this sort of mantra or this mindset in my mind of just like life with your weight there's going to be the ups and downs it's going to fluctuate the ebbs and flows of life just reminding yourself it's okay to go with the flow and just surrender to it instead of trying to fight we're always trying to fight our bodies and it doesn't get us anywhere so I've just sort of tried to take a little bit of a more relaxed mindset about my body and my weight and it seems to be working pretty well what else? Then I, so I've got written down here, what do I do when I have slumps? So I kind of gotten through one of them when I have a body image slump. Back in March, I had that. I also had a pocket of like two or three weeks about a month ago where I was feeling pretty low. That low feeling was really like targeted at my body, even though I don't think my body had really changed. But I noticed that it coincided with just feeling low in general about life. We'd just gone into another lockdown and I was just feeling a bit blah in life. And I realized how much of that low feeling I then like projected onto my body and created that low body image feeling 
almost like I couldn't I couldn't deal with the the lowness of life in general and so it was like okay let me just let me just target this all at my body which is something I'm more used to more normal even though it's it's not helpful I did notice that and in that slump how I got myself out of it was I literally had to learn to divert my attention out of the body and into okay what's actually going on what's actually feeling low and how can I actually make myself feel better instead of just saying oh your body isn't great let's try and go into a diet and fix and control things that way make yourself feel better that way actually I needed to feel better by getting outside every day going on walks walking my dog doing more movement that actually made me sweat not sitting on my ass all day listening to music dancing yoga adding more like comedy to my day even, just like laughing more, quality time with the people I am hanging out with, even though it's not that many people because we're in lockdown. That's what I really needed. And that's what I gave myself. And it literally, I'd say three days in, my low body image feelings were completely gone. I felt fine again. And then last thing I got I have written down is in this whole body journey where I'm at now, it's always evolving because because I'm so in it, because I'm in this space and I'm talking to people every day and I'm helping people every day with their body image and I'm trying to learn more about it. It's opening my eyes up even more to what this is really about. I think that's in turn helping me as well with my body image, seeing past the, the surface level of like, I just want to feel confident. I just want to feel good. So I need to fix this part of my body, which is very valid for like everyone. I was definitely in that same place too. And I still can be sometimes now, but going beyond that and actually seeing it's so much about just our sense of worth. I think so much of it, whether we like to admit it or not, really goes back to the patriarchy <laughs> and like the male gaze and us trying to fit these beauty standards that where did they even come from we didn't create them they were created probably from men and yeah so it's been eye-opening to see how often it really goes back to that and there's nothing wrong with it you know we're social creatures who want to be seen as attractive and want to reproduce have someone who wants to reproduce with us it all makes sense it does but it's just eye-opening and the more I also just hear from women saying that they're terrified of gaining weight they do anything but to gain weight they're doing everything they can not to gain more weight it's just such a chronic serious problem and it's taking over women's lives so much it's insane and it took over my life for 10 years and still occupies my thoughts today. But it, it really is insane how much it's taking away from us. The more I'm in this space, the more I realize, yes, I want to help women stop binge eating and all that sort of like behavioral side of things. But I think it really goes so much deeper, this whole body image thing and just learning to say, oh my God, I, whew, I actually just accept myself and my body and it's all okay, and I'm safe, and I don't have to keep putting all of my effort, time, money, everything into assessing what's wrong with my body, and how can I fit it into this narrow mold that I didn't even create, that's like pushed upon me. Okay, this is getting too deep, guys, I'm sorry, but anyway, it gets to me. The more I'm in this space, I'm like, oh my god, we've got to do something about this. 
Okay, so hopefully that gave you some insight into what my food situation is like right now, what my body situation is like right now, and hopefully it gave you some hope that there is indeed light at the end of the tunnel. There really is. Like, every woman I work with, basically, they start and they're like, I'm totally skeptical. I really don't think this is going to work for me, but I've tried everything and I just need help. Lo and behold, a few weeks or months in, they're just like, oh my god, it's amazing. This is incredible. I didn't even believe this was possible for me. So trust me when I say it is so, 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 so possible for you and everyone out there who's struggling with binge eating, counting calories, weighing yourself obsessively, feeling shitty about your body. There is 100% a way out. So I'm going to leave it there for you guys. It was a bit of a long episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you guys next time. See ya. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, change someone's day, change their mood or even their life. Be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at, at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.